Good morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever and wherever you are. This is Olivia, and thank you again for listening to the Greetings From podcast. In this episode of the Greetings From News Recap, myself and the other hosts talk about The Witcher TV show, Redbox giving up on video game rentals, Jeff Keighley's The Game Awards, and the Xbox Series X announcement. Let's get started! And my name is Olivia Quinn, and welcome to the Greetings from News Recap. I am joined by my very, my two very good friends. On my right is a woman who carries a silver blade for monsters and a steel blade for humans, Rebecca Fay. Fuck. (laughs) 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 I was trying to think about how I would like deliver the fuck, and I'm thank you for doing it perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Well, on my left is a man who always tosses a coin to his witcher, Tyler Smith. A coin, a coin for your witcher. I don't know the rest of the lyrics of the song. Toss a coin to your witcher. <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. valley of plenty. Yeah. Oh, valley of plenty. <laughs> Clearly, oh, Rebecca oh. is the one who should have had all the witcher references. <laughs> Y'all think it's I didn't sit down and watch Weber all of production. it on day one? <laughs> I mean, I pretty much did, but... Turn you know. out for the Witcher. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is a new show. We're going to cover a few of the larger stories from December 5th through January 5th. So let's get into it. Um, I'm actually going to change up the, the order here. Let's talk about the Witcher show. Yay! <laughs> I want to get into this. Yay! Um, so the Witcher TV show came out on December 20th on Netflix. People seem to like it. I watched two episodes. I thought they were pretty good. Toss a coin to your Witcher is pretty popular now. The fuck meme is very far and wide. Yep. Uh, and Witcher 3 has jumped to the top of the charts on both PlayStation and on Steam. Rebecca, you seem like you watched the whole thing. I did. It's very good. The whole it thing is. is good. It is. I, I, so, so, okay. I don't know what happened to me. All right. Let me, let me, spin, you a, <laughs> let me spin you a weave here. So I don't know what happened to me because when The Witcher 3 came out, apparently I made my whole life about The Witcher and didn't realize it because I'm like... As I was watching through it, I was like, yeah, I really like this. Like, yeah, I forgot how much I really like this. And then it, like, started to kind of unravel whatever I had compartmentalized, Mm -hmm. which was, oh, shit, I have all the books and I've read all the books. Oh, this is all familiar because I've read all the books. And I have a board game and I have, like, 18 card game. And then I was like, why did I buy so much merchandise? (laughs) Like, what was happening? (laughs) I hope in your mind you were just like, fuck. You just did the Geralt fuck in yeah. your mind as you looked at your vast kingdom of Witcher nonsense. Yeah, and somehow my body possessed me and I put the Wild Hunt back in my PlayStation, so... Uh, I, I, I picked up Wild Hunt recently mm-hmm. and because uh, I never actually like finished it mm-hmm. and I keep restarting it, and so I've like picked up my same save file and I'm like, this game's pretty fucking good. It's pretty fucking and good. And now... I showed Ruby the um, the Witcher song, like the Toss a Coin Your Witcher, and I think that got her interested in it after I've been trying to get her to play The Witcher for like years. Yeah. So I think like I'm gonna I'm gonna try the show on her, and then I think I'm gonna make her play the games. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, how how are you feeling about the Witcher TV show? How are you feeling about that Henry Cavill hair? It's okay. First of all, that hair is cl- classy, clutch. Like I had my reservations first of with being Henry Cavill because he's been problematic in the past. And then also just in general, a video game adaptation into a TV show. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. He was problematic in the past. I need to know right now. 
it's just what happened? Nervous. What happened? Uh, I can't remember what exact happened? specifics, but it's I feel like it was something with uh, dealing with queer people. So I was just like, no. uh, within oh, no. a, within oh, a no. queer the Henry space, cancellor is logged on. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm not gonna come for him, but I'm just like you know. So I was like reserved about it. I'm just like, uh. anyway. So I watched it and. I actually really enjoy Henry within this show. Um, very, very good Witcher. Very, very good Geralt. Um, and then the show itself is just like amazing because my second reservation was a video game being adapted into like some media form because we've all seen or maybe we haven't seen like uh, even like World of Warcraft into a film and Assassin's Creed into a film and Persia Sands of Time into a film like Lara Croft Tomb Raider into a film and that's like they're not good they're just not good like Lorecraft is probably the best of the bunch maybe but like everything else is not good but this series is like the first series that is really like i don't know it just it captures the essence of what the witcher is and i think there also it gives a chance it's not following the video game it's following the books which also the video game is following but like you know it's separate different things anyway um I feel like it's just more in tune that in that way. So I'm actually looking forward to the second season, which I think has been yeah. confirmed. Yep. It was. Yeah, I think I think it was confirmed even before it like uh, released, which mm-hmm. was a pretty good sign considering that Netflix cancels everything. And I feel like having a TV show gave them a lot of room to like, hey, we're going to explore these stories, at least from the little bit that I had seen and like kind of tell things out of order which I think really helped it like compared to the world of Warcraft or the Warcraft movie, which was like, we need to fit three games of lore into one sitting. Correct. And that wasn't great. So I'm happy that we got some room to breathe here. Um, so you're back on the Witcher train, Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Tyler, are you back on this Witcher life? Or have you started playing again? No, I have not. Um, and the reason why is because fuck I have 150 hours of that game still left. Like I, like I played 30 hours of that game and there's so much more now. Like there are what two DLCs mm-hmm. that are that are both like have thirty to fifty hours each. Like hell nah, mm-hmm. you guys. Like I don't have that kind of time. I just don't. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> like, I don't have that kind of time either. I'm back in it though. Well, I'm here for bless the your heart. <laughs> I don't. I just can't do it. I'm trying well, really hard this... not to stumble and make it into a Gwent simulator because that's what happened last time. Is I got hung up with the too much to do, and then I turned it into pro gwent sim and then that was how mm-hmm. i played the rest of that game was just as like yeah that was a master problem. of gwent i, I became i legitimately gwent. have been looking at like the guide to not miss any gwent cards because yep. after i got burned yeah. by like uh final fantasy 8 the tetra whatever the game is where i lost all my cards i'm like no i gotta get them all i gotta yeah. make sure i fit in here get mm-hmm. to that gwent tournament make sure i control the world here they did um, they did fix a bug that meant you couldn't get one early on because it used to be one that you could ooh. miss but they fixed it. So I'm pretty sure that now you can get all of them without fail. Okay. I, I'd read somewhere that if you don't, if you've somehow missed the tournament or whatever, it's not possible, but I'm going to try to calm down now. Try to calm down my my Gwen game a little bit. Yeah. The tournament is hard because if you lose, you don't get the cards, but that's why yeah. safe scumming everyone. That's why that's a thing <laughs> that you do. <laughs> well, this was only tangentially related to video games. So I'll give everyone one last shot. Any final Witcher thoughts? Any, uh, Rebecca, I feel like I'll leave the floor to you if you have something to say about The Witcher. Well, the thing that I I almost died laughing about was the fact that Henry Cable does an amazing impression of game Geralt. And I was like, when he came on and I'm like, the Doug Cockle voice was coming out of him. And I was like, hold on, Mm -hmm. hold on. I have a question. Um, And I guess apparently he had talked about this quite a bit because he said that he played the games because he's like an avid PC gamer. 
Mm-hmm. And okay. so that's just like what he does. So he was talking about. He was like, "Oh yeah, I don't, I don't go out. I don't like go drinking or partying or whatever. I just sit at home and I play like Warhammer 40k." <laughs> oh my god! Well, he was like, he played WoW, right? Like, yeah. he, wasn't he like noted for playing World of Warcraft? He almost missed an interview or something because he was getting too into rating. Like, I think so. Yeah. Oh man, so that's very funny. I could <laughs> after I heard that. That's when I was like, "Oh, that's why he sounds just like Game Girl." Because I guess after he got this role, <laughs> then he read the books. And you can't get Doug Cockle out of cool. a book. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I'm glad. I'm glad. I hope that this like bodes well for like the future TV shows, like the Magic the Gathering TV show that they're making for Netflix. So, so these other game adaptions that yes. come out. I hope this will be a good sign of what's to come. Um, let's go ahead and talk about one of the smaller stories. Uh, Redbox is no longer renting video games. Um, <sighs> Redbox was never a major player. I think I know Rebecca. You've used the service. Tyler, have you used yep. the service before? I have. Yes. But for renting movies, okay, but not games. So oh, okay, gotcha. Because I I got, I only used this a few times and it got burned a little bit because I rented Uncharted Four and then ended up paying like seventy dollars for it because I was like I'll oh play this and then never got to it. Yeah, it was a little bit rough, but it's still a good service mm-hmm. for buying video game. For me at least, it was like okay, I want to pick up this video game for relatively cheap. I don't have to go to talk to anyone. I can just go at three a.m. and go buy the stupid video game from a um, kiosk. It was pretty cool. And it's a really quite a bummer. And I think this kind of points to a larger problem in the industry that's like, hey, we're kind of switching to more of these like digital services, these subscription services, and some of these like br- brick and mortar, quote unquote, retailers can't really compete. Um, Rebecca, how are you feeling about this? I'm pretty bummed. Like, I'm really bummed. Um, I feel like I was a little late to the Redbox game, um, but I started using it like, I don't know, maybe two years ago to rent games that I like was not a hundred percent sure I wanted to buy mm. at $60. And so I ended up using it to play like Marvel Spider-Man for the PS4, which I ended up buying later. And then like I played Assassin's Creed. Um, I played Origins and Odyssey through the box. And oh, I'm wow. like, yeah, I'm like, I'm not mad. I, I never bought games through it. I'm only ever rented. I paid like $7 for three nights and that's it. So for me, it was like a really great resource to just try something. Um, right. It makes me sad because remember um, Gamefly? That was like a really kind of half-baked idea that I feel like a lot of people had problems with. But the idea of being able to like rent a game to try it without having to put all the money down on like a $60 game if you weren't sure you were going to like yeah. it, you know. I was going to say, I think Gamefly still exists currently, but like there are a lot of drawbacks where it's like, okay, I want to rent this game, but it's a really popular game, so I'm not going to get it, or like having to wait for the shipping times back and forth, kind of like how old Netflix used to be, and that just, you know, compared to the simplicity of going to the Redbox, where they generally generally had a game in your area, at least in my experience, so. Yeah, totally. It's really quite a bummer. Um, This... I was under the impression they didn't really like put out a press release about this. The best thing I was able to find was a tweet where someone's like, I can't rent games anymore. And Redbox is like, we're no longer doing that. Um, yeah. <laughs> which seems like a poor way to explain your business model, but whatever. Um, I was in the impression they're no longer going to be selling games. I actually checked this yesterday. You can still buy games if you go to a Redbox and they still have one. So if you want to pick up some cheap stuff, now's the time to do it. I almost bought a copy of uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood. Oh, this yeah. would have been the only time I would have bought it. It was like $10. And I was like, maybe maybe this is worth it <laughs> i'm such a box purist that i like i i stopped myself from buying a game that i wanted on red box because i knew i wouldn't have a box to put on my shelf and that's how far Oof. capitalism has turned me <laughs> that's understandable God, steel box steel book rebecca over here only getting those special editions special editions <laughs> only my wallet is crying but my <laughs> shelves are full <laughs> amazing beautiful <laughs> 
Um, let's let's go ahead and jump on to another story. And these are the two meteor ones, and they're kind of tangentially related. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is the Game Awards, which we all watched together. We mm-hmm. all kind of gave our live commentary and responses. So we can kind of just do a general overview here. We had a new we had a new console shown. We had the Xbox Series X. Uh, we saw our first trailers for the next generation of video games. We saw a performance by Grimes, apparently, for some reason. Um, it's funny. You saw a lot of things. I actually completely physically erased the memory of the Grimes performance. So when I read it in your mm-hmm. notes, I was like, that didn't happen, right? Wait, did that happen? And then I remembered Elon <laughs> Musk trying to give her a standing O, and he was the only person mm-hmm. that stood up. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> it was like a very weird... I yeah. feel like the musical acts in this show were just not like something i was super interested in nope and i feel like they detracted and why 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 yeah why would you make a pack for beat saber a game about laser swords set to green day music i don't those two things seem completely incongruous to me and i have a question they put toss a coin or, i'm sorry they didn't actually sell it so it was a fan made thing but they put toss a coin deer witcher in a beat saber and i was watching that a little earlier oh shit that may <laughs> actually slap good. I want someone to do like an EDM remix on Toss a Coin to Your Witcher, and then you can like go into the Matrix with it. You know what I mean? I want the drop. I want the drop to speak girl. Yeah. Fuck. Just (laughs) send me the drop. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Before we get into the Xbox stuff, that's going to be our other story spoilers. Um, I think there are some really cool things that happened. Some really not cool things that happened. Uh, I was really surprised that Sekiro won. Yes. Game Awards. That was something I don't think any of us called. I think it was just because um, no one was talking about it. Like it was, it wasn't even. I don't think it was any in any other running, was it? Other than maybe like music or something, right? I think. Well, I, f- I think it was it for like action adventure. Like they have those weird <clears throat> categories for like strategy game and then action adventure, right? Which feel weird and dated. Totally. And it was well, just and you know like, it it just doesn't seem like something like I could see a, a an outlet giving that game mad props like i could see a polygon or something but not like a main a mainstream event like the game awards it just doesn't seem like from would really play there so i think that's kind of a good sign that things are changing or at least from's getting its due yeah correct um, i also feel like maybe it was because there's the whole kojima was there with death stranding and it's like well if i give kojima game of the year for death stranding like is that favoritism so i'll give him what was I, it that he won best direction or something? I can't remember. Yeah, he won best. It was something similar to that. Best direction, yeah. Oh, sorry. And it was just like, okay. I I, mm. I, I feel like anyone seriously considering uh, Death Stranding as the uh, best game of the year is questionable taste. At least in my opinion, as a person who put a lot of time into Death Stranding, I put it on my top ten, and I didn't feel bad. I mean, I put it on my top ten too, but I'm like, there were better. Ga- I knew there were better games. There were better out there. games than that one, yeah. <laughs> Um, I thought one weird thing was all of the League of Legends games. Yes. Like, there was like, I think yeah. three projects that were announced. Were they like a secret sponsor or something? Is that why they got so much airtime? Maybe Tencent I was. I feel like they've, could be. I, I feel like League of Legends is very popular and they, I had read some of the teasers from before and they were like, we're going to be showing off one new project, but when in reality they had like two to three and it seems like they're trying to go on this like press tour to come back from, you know, some of the issues they had had with uh you know workers with women specifically in the workplace and like creating hostile work environment yeah so i'm wondering if that's kind of their big push here like the they shut off their shooter not too long ago so i think that's maybe part of this yeah it could be just like a kind of like oh 
Please don't make games. Do you remember those? Anyway, here's some other things to put in your news stories that aren't about how awful we are. <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, I, this is hearsay, but I remember hearing from Jeff Gersman talking about his back channels at um, Riot, Creators of League of Legends, saying that they would release small games that they had made under different publisher names and developer names just to test them. And I wonder how many of these projects were released like other projects were released before then like it really makes me question what they've been doing over there because they have such a big team it's like the biggest game in the world yeah i don't know i'm interested i'm interested totally i'm not really interested in that world or league of legends but hopefully it will be yeah hopefully those projects will be cool yeah that's all play dota um. instead (laughs) dota 2 Um. for everyone (laughs) don't actually play dota it sucks oh we're gonna get so much um, fucking ha- hate mail for that. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's like impo- it's like Yo, impenetrable as a new 2. player. Honestly, um, like to, if to if you fair, haven't gotten in, yeah, if you haven't gotten into Dota two now, correct. I don't know if you should bother. That's why I haven't started it. Or League so of Legends. That. League of Legends is super to toxic, and yeah, yeah, Dota two is it's too much. There are too many. There's too much. There's just too much. It's too much. Sorry. Speaking of things that are too much. Mm-hmm. Um, the Fast and the Furious game was announced. Oh my god! And I don't know if it's too much, or if it's too much of a PS2 game. It, it like that was their that was that was how they ended the show was yeah. that they were like, let's bring out you know Vin Vinny D Vin Diesel. Um, oh, I see you guys lady. go way back since you know I'm Miss Vinny D. Yeah, me and Vinny D, you go way back. And what is her name? The lady oh, uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Yes, Michelle, Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. Okay. I do really like her. I don't know why she, her brain just like left my, her name left my brain. Getting words <laughs> confused. Um, but that game looks bad. Like that yeah, game looks sure. legitimately mm-hmm. like I, we've we've talked to think about how we maybe shouldn't prejudge games and how we need to be like kind to new games. But at the same time, like it seems like a very strange choice to finish off the show with that, considering all the other announcements that we got. I if if anything, I really hope that like for even just like a really blissful point in time, we can like roll back to like fifteen years ago when all we were doing was making really shitty franchise license games. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that was like mm-hmm. flooding the market. I don't know why a part of me craves it. Like this year we're getting the SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom remastered mm-hmm. version. And so mm-hmm. now I'm just like, come on, give it to me. Give me your stupid franchise games. I hope they run like ass. Let's do it. <laughs> I honestly hope they're stuck. Give me those PS2 graphics. I yeah. want them. You need them to nourish your soul. Yeah. Let's just step back well, in time 15 years. It's okay. <laughs> I really like Fast and the Furious, and I was just almost like, who is this for? Who is making? Why would you make this? I don't It just seems very bizarre. And, like, Vin Diesel seems like Vin Diesel and Jesus Christ. What is her name? I cannot remember. Rochelle Rodriguez both talked about playing video games, and it seems like a major bummer that their project doesn't look super great. I'm sorry. What did Michelle Rodriguez was she talking about? Tekken? Didn't she call it Tekken? Taken? Oh, that was it. Yeah, Tekken. I love playing <laughs> Tekken, and I'm like, was somebody feeding her this line? Like, yes, I too love the Y Chur Three Wild Hoon. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it just feels like a line. Oh, it's well. I feel like smudged. she. I feel like she kind of came on there a little, a little lit, little, little a tipsy. Little little... They shouldn't have made her go last. <laughs> Correct. Yes. 
Um, there were a lot of announcements. One other one was The Wolf Among Us 2 was announced. I know mm-hmm. I have a person, I really like that series, but there are a lot of concerns about this is like Telltale Games kind of coming back. It's like another organization that's has some of the same employees, but not all the same employees. And like some of those ideas that they originally had may not be used. How do you guys feel about this game? Not great. Anything that was previously Telltale and is now facading as Telltale is not good. Just because of the burn from their old employees who are not working on the games they are work- they, they made in the first place. Some of them are. So they've hired back some people, but like for the most part, mm-hmm. n- not great. And I never I played was- the first oh. the first game either, uh, Wolf Among Us. So. I. I have similar sentiments, and I, I remember looking at people on Twitter just because I was trying to get a read for like how. And I know Twitter is not the best example, but just kind of like what are people in the Twitter sphere talking about? And a lot of people being like, "Wow, I thought Telltale shut down." And I think people were a little confused about, you know, is people didn't really understand that this was a different entity mm-hmm. as Telltale, and I think that's a kind of a problem if you're selling this game and like kind of trading off that name after they've like screwed over their longtime employees and people aren't coming back. So that's a major problem. Totally. Mm. Yeah. I mean, the game looks um, great. It looks great. But also, but it's just like, bleh, it's not good. So, uh. yeah, it, it's problematic. Um, the one last thing I wanted to touch on with the Game Awards was just the the format of the show and how a lot of awards were given off screen and how yes. crappy that is. Rebecca, I think you had some thoughts about this. I'd love to hear if you what you would do i well so the more i've been thinking about it the more this feels like a bad e3 press conference you know what i mean because Mm. like with ubisoft and some of the other studios they were turning into like trotting out a celebrity uh here's a weird musical artist that doesn't belong you know what i mean and it felt sort of like a little bit of a dog and pony show which i think maybe for e3 is fine because it's people coming to market with like spend money on us here we go hooray here's all of our shit whatever but for an award ceremony that's supposed to be about, you know, imp- like celebrating the industry, celebrating creators. They gave a bunch of awards out like during commercial breaks. I think mm-hmm. they maybe only gave out like five awards in person. And that was kind of weird. Like it just doesn't make sense why you would run a game awards and still give out most of it. Like even the Oscars doesn't do that. And they still give out a right. ton of awards during the commercial break. You know what I mean? They're always giving it out before like the show starts, but you still see a ton of people be recognized. So I don't know. I, I think it was in poor taste, Jeff Keighley, but he has I, money to make, I guess. I agree. And I think like I, it felt, it felt worse this year. And I don't know if it's just cause like the whole show is grading on me. And I think your point about it being an E3 a bad E3 press conference, but now cloaked in this like pomp and prestige of like, we're the game awards. We're like an event. Like that is not great. If you're spending most of your time on these musical acts yeah, right. and it just wasn't, wasn't something I appreciated. I, Tyler, what's, what's your thoughts? Yeah. I think the worst of, so like maybe there are a few awards that you could be like, okay, yes, off, not off screen, but like just not in person, give these awards out to like the mobile games or something like that. I know that there are creators still behind those games. Um, but one award thing that was given not in person that should have been absolutely been given in person was the voice acting award, like best voice acting. Mm-hmm. That was weird. Why? And they, so it was just like casually mentioned like, oh, who won? Oh, it was Norman Reedus? Mads Nicholson. It was Mads Nicholson, Mads, right? Yeah. Right. Mads, so, yeah. and like, it's an, it's one person. Like it, you're, you're literally honoring one person 
and like why could you not just have them go on stage for like you know five seconds or whatever and accept the award and like okay that's it you know like well and considering the kind of position it was given last year with like the actor of arthur morgan like mm -hmm. that was kind of a big deal i felt like in terms of what the show was highlighting and to mm -hmm. have it just go away this year just seems not it felt almost like matt's nicholson just declined to come so they were like we're not going to do this award like that's what Maybe. i started thinking is like did they just not have the star power to bring someone in there I don't know. Possible. Yeah. Elon Musk is accepting the award on behalf of Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, In which case, <laughs> give it to someone else if they're not going to show up to the award ceremony. Like, I don't know. Eh, who knows? Well, yeah. you know, it's, 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 it feels absolutely absurd to put Mads Mikkelsen in a category of, like, mocap people. You know what correct. I mean? No shade to mocap people you know what i mean i think the talent in voice acting and in games in general is quite good and very high and gets better every year but it just feels like you know what i mean like if we if uma thurman was nominated like of course she would win you know what i mean like if right, some right. crazy hollywood person was nominated of course they would win it just seems like it was such a crazy thing to be like ah oh, yes and the game award goes to somebody who's way too good for this you know what i mean <laughs> right yeah who has that profile and it's like kind of hard to compare yeah and not so. only that but two two actors from death stranding norma Reedus and mads nicholson like okay come on really guys norman Reedus norman deserved to be on there <laughs> no, yeah it was not. not a great fit um well, goodbye Game Awards, hello Xbox Series X. <laughs> it was announced at the Game Awards. Um, there are not a lot of confirmed details for this. We do know that the console is going to be at 44K 60FPS gameplay. Um, it's supposed to have the, I believe it's 120 megahertz, uh, 120 hertz um, display ability. So it can actually like kind of do the G-Sync technology or the FreeSync technology, which seems really cool. Um, and I think one of the other cool things is that the it's called the Xbox Series X. That's the new Xbox. But the actual brand name moving forward is just going to be Xbox. Mm -hmm. And I think we're kind of moving into that cycle of like, let's not have a named box every time. Just be like, this is the Xbox 2019, Xbox 2020. That's kind of what I predict this will move forward as. But um, I guess thoughts. Like, what are you, are you guys excited for this thing? Are you going to buy this giant refrigerator looking monster? uh not feeling strongly rebecca i i'm kind of, i'd say i'm very neutral i don't know like i, I want to see more about what the ps5 is doing before i make a decision yeah. but i also feel like all of my games are on the playstation right now all of my friends are on the playstation so i probably would buy a playstation 5 just because of that cycle but i bought a xbox midway through the console cycle and if they decide to come out with a if they're doing that tiered model, you know what I mean? Like if they're going the way of Apple where it's like, here's the low tier, mid tier, high tier, then maybe it's going right. to be a little bit more consumer friendly. Um, if it was just like, hey, I just want to have a box to play Game Pass games. Totally. Right. And I think there is a rumor going around right now that it could have two or even three SKUs of like, hey, here's our discless one. Here's our low powered one. Here's our high powered one. Yeah. So I think if good. we can get a high high range of or a, a lot a wide range of prices that would be useful for them and i think right. you know I, I think as a person who picked it up later having this is just like my game pass machine has yeah. been a pretty good investment yeah totally. um tyler are you gonna your you pc game you have a pretty powerful pc, PC you game. pick this up so i don't know um that's the thing because if i have my pc game or my pc like built and the only thing it needs to upgrade is the graphics card and like it's good to go. So if my graphic card is as much as the 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 console, 
do I really need the console itself? Because I have Game Pass, and, like, that's pretty much all I use it for, and, like, that's... Right. I don't yeah. know. Well, it, it seems like Microsoft's kind of moving to this more, like, services-based company, and I think that, like, the pitch of, you don't have to have this console to play all the games is really, like... It's not a mark against them, because I think that's really consumer-friendly, and yeah. people will buy more games and play more games, but it does kind of make the console seem almost irrelevant. Right. What I will um, say is that I'm leaning... Of all the Xboxes that have been released, I am kind of leaning towards this one a little bit more because it is a little more, like, compact and almost portable in a sense to where it's not, like, a huge, like, box machine from, like, the ancient days of when we had television and stuff. Um, and now it's, like, more just, like, a little compact box that you, like, just plug in and whatever, you're good to go, you know? So it that appeals to me a lot. Right. Um, whereas what the Sony is so far looking like the rumors and everything around it that looks like <laughs> they i don't know what direction they're going in but it's not the direction that microsoft is going in um they're going think, for big and boxy still i think the big boxy one on the market right now is the dev kit of the playstation oh, is it the, the one that looks kit? like a spaceship yeah correct yeah that's why like it looks like a spaceship that's 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 a ps5 dev kit okay. yeah got it so, so generally yeah. speaking their dev kits have always been ugly monsters so i'm hoping that that <laughs> <laughs> means that they will have a very nice, sleek consumer product. I mean, if it's going to be we, a big spaceship, you know, I'll I'll accept it because it's going to... I'll ride it into space, Sony. <laughs> let's go PS5. Woo! Correct. But, yeah. Well, considering how big this thing is, like, I, I would be surprised if Sony's box is bigger. And I think with all the, like, the Red Ring issues they've had in the past, like, they seem like they're really focused on having consoles that do not overheat and break, mm -hmm. as evidenced by how big that original Xbox One was. Mm -hmm. So... Let's see. Um, the last thing I wanted to talk about was um, Hellblade 2, Senua Saga. Or Senua Saga, yeah, I believe that's the name. And Rebecca, I know you kind of had a relationship with that game series. And it didn't really, from the, I didn't play the game. The general vibe I've been getting from the internet is that, hey, did this game really need a sequel? Um, I'm not sure how you, where do you fall on this? I was surprised. I'm not against it. I'm not against it. I'm going to put that out there. But I was surprised because, and Tyler, you may feel this way too, I felt like Senua's Sacrifice was... A pretty contained experience you know what i mean like it delivers a kind of start to finish story which i think was you know everything about it was great it was well designed i think some of the combat was like eh, but it's okay because that wasn't really the best part anyway um and so i will say that the direction that i feel like they are portraying her as is like this sort of like warrior woman does kind of I feel like it doesn't quite jive with maybe where we left her in the previous game, but I don't know. Maybe it's a red herring. Maybe this means something else. Maybe she's possessed. I don't know. She went to fucking Hades and, like, punched death in the face. So, you know, how, who am I to say, right? Right. right. It, it seems like uh, just a very, I don't want to say different tone, but just a kind of stranger tone where it's like, hey, the first game, I think most of those th monsters that you had seen were kind of like a loot, like, figments of her imagination or figments of her mind whereas in this game it's like no we actually do have giants now that's a thing that's gonna happen right so i i don't know i i didn't play the original game but i guess we'll see what happens i'm more concerned about the direction they'll take the mental health issues um because mm -hmm. that was a huge part of the game uh the, than the first game i mean um and so now i'm wondering where that will go because like rebecca mentioned this is, is this comes off as more actiony and like slash and loot, a schluter, if you will. Um, <laughs> Hellblade said he was schluter. Yes. 
<laughs> so like I I'm just curious <laughs> to see where this takes it because if they are gonna follow if it's gonna be Senua and not some other like spinoff of Senua, um, it's gonna have to deal with her mental health in some way. And if it's the same as it was in the first game, I mean, fine. Um, but I feel like you know she went on her journey already. Not that her mental health is like gone or healed or whatever, but like mm-hmm. it's something she still has to deal with. So I don't know how that's gonna yeah. present itself. And normally, video games don't handle mental health very well. So, sure. yeah, yeah, I I feel like they are. They, in the past, they've done a really good job. You know what I mean? Which gives me some faith. But I would say that one thing that I do worry about is anytime where depictions of mental illness, like mental illness, lead to a person then being like, "I'm going to commit crimes," because that's not how that works. And I think uh-huh. that that's a very bad association to make. And so I, I do have a sense of fear about like, okay, well, we're going to take this character who like hears voices and has like like she is schizophrenic basically and then be like she's crazy now she's gonna murder what's she gonna do now you know what i mean and i i think that's like that would be the worst thing that they could do so i'm hoping they don't do that for some reason (laughs) it feels to me like dead space one versus dead space two where dead space one like not that isaac had mental issues but he was hearing voices he was going crazy in a sense you know because weird stuff was going on in that game and then Dead Space 2 came around and it was totally like, oh my gosh, he's clinically insane and like, whoa, what's going on? And it's just like, okay. Yeah, like it was a little understated in the first game and now it's just like in your face, crazy, Correct. like blah, losing your mind, yeah. which isn't which isn't so, a great yeah. uh, a great look. Right. <laughs> um, any final thoughts on the Xbox Series X announcement or anything about it? I will say that, so like um, Sony had a conference the other night where they announced the new logo for the ps5 and like everybody's out here clowning on them but it's like you have never been confused about what the name of their product is Correct. ever yeah so i'm glad that microsoft is finally gonna gonna do it and i hope they're not gonna do that stupid apple thing where there's like oh we have an 8 an x and then an 11 because that's not how we count microsoft right and microsoft I, is not known hope- for being good at counting they count bad <laughs> They did just jump right to Windows 10. We skipped over Windows 9. No more of that. Yeah. And I hope this. I hope this isn't like the. I was really annoyed by like how um, Nintendo did the new 3DS because then it was like uh, oh, yeah. very confusing about how do you get the right 3DS. So oh, you want I'm the hoping, new Nintendo 3DS? The you want new, the new, new Xbox Series X X X? The Xbox Series X to the third squared. Um, I want my. So hopefully that's not the case. I want, Why can't it just be Xbox Four? Yeah, I wish it was that. <laughs> But it's going to be, I'm really anticipating and waiting for Xbox, XXX, underscore Xbox, underscore XXX. (laughs) (laughs) Does the Xbox come with an AIM account? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Well, I think that's a news recap for the last month. Thank you both for your time. Uh, Tyler, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at Twitter on World Jumpin'. Rebecca, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Rebecca Fay on Twitter. What about you, Olivia? And you, you can find me at LiveJQ on Twitter. And we are all part of Greetings From. You can go to greetingsfrom.zone and read a few of our articles, listen to other podcasts that we've got going on. You can go to, twi- we're on Twitter and Twitch at Greetings From PC and on Facebook on Greetings From Cast. Um, the podcast is available on iTunes, uh, Google, Google podcast things, but they've renamed it now or anywhere else you can get your podcasts. Um, and thank you so much for listening and make sure you toss a coin to your witcher.
Hey gamers, that was it. That was the podcast. Thank you for listening. Our intro and outro song is in an edited version of Deep Fry's Space Food by Substitute Sandwiches. You can find a link to the song, plus links to everything else we talked about this week, in the podcast description. Please visit us at greetingsfromcast.zone to listen to more episodes or find out more about your hosts and catch up on our blog. You can also follow us on Twitch and Twitter at greetingsfrompc. Send your questions, messages, or rants about every food being a sandwich to greetingsfrom at gmail.com. Or you can call us on our hotline at 347-642-6377. Bad with phone numbers like me? Just remember to dial Firm Gamers and you'll reach us. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.